know. I totally didn't get you a headset, but that's okay. I, that I, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. It's so loud. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, everybody, welcome to Let's Do a Podcast. My name is Ryan. My name is Anthony. And we have a special guest today. We're going to go ahead and introduce him because it's almost awkward to pretend that he's not even here. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's different when you're in an audio medium. When you're in the visual medium, the, yeah. Right there. So, yeah. So, yeah. for the, everybody that's watching, um, this is John. Yep. Good friend, John. Um, friend of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. John, do you want to share a little bit about yourself? You don't have to. We can just pretend you're an awkward person we met off the street if you want. Well, I am slightly awkward, but being yeah, welcome um, to the group. Grew up in the UK, been in the US about five months. Luckily enough, to have met these two guys. Um, looking forward to talking about beer and movies today. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming down, man. All right. I actually, for some reason, started to go ahead and crack this open. Uh, Ow, you uh, <laughs> you jumped the gun majorly, I sir. I know. How dare you? Because uh, my sipping beer while we watched this movie was a ten percenter, so <laughs> oh, see, oh, and I've so had little... like barely anything to eat, and I haven't <laughs> had much water, so I'm uh, already feeling pretty good. Um, so today we are having citrus slice from our buddies over at Community. Yeah, it's one of you love it. You love to drink it. It's a classic. Community citrus slice, and Sweet. I suck at that. We're doing awesome. Yeah, <laughs> thriving. That, we're thriving you know, I, today. I think, I think we're right on par for you. Yeah, I mean, this should be expected. That this yeah. is just always a train wreck. Um, so these were provided by John himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, have you had this before, John? I have. Okay. It's what, one of my, it's one of my favorite Texas beers, actually. Yeah. It's a great beer. I mean, most of community stuff is pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so Anthony, when do you, are you no more cracking open? So yeah. So <laughs> let's go with the good stuff here. So I just want to give everybody, and you can tell me if this comes, it comes across there, Ryan. So look at the... Oh yeah, baby. Oh, that. That's sad. That's a sad thing that just happened to me. What'd you do? <laughs> it didn't fully open. Oh, the, the, the tab popped off. I have this, this has never happened to me. I have these if you need to punch it open. Thriving today, everybody. Thriving. And of course, I'll display the camera. It's like, always be prepared. There you go. There we go. We're going to do it the Aussie way, which is which is good, which is, which, which is really fitting. I so. mean, yeah, yeah. But if you saw the title of this movie, it is uh, Occupation. Thank you. Rainfall. I totally forgot already. Yeah, which you would think it's like you would think Operation Rainfall would make more sense, but Occupation Rainfall is where they went with it because of this is another sequel that we watched without watching the original. We like to do that around here. We like yeah. to watch the sequel and then maybe we'll go back and watch the original. Yeah, may have to just so I understand what the hell happened during this movie. I was going to say, it wasn't confusing at all to start with. Oh, I mean, I felt the same way. So uh, It's Iron Sky all over again. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, so you want to give us a little breakdown about this beer. Then we'll talk just, I'll, I'll throw out there like two, maybe three beer events that are happening. And we're just going to get on to this movie. All right. So just coming from the uh, the community webpage here. So 7% ABV with a 50 IBUs, uh, bitterness units there. And it's got a 14.7 OG gravity there. Now that's one unit I not, I'm not familiar with. I, I need to go say, research that. I'm is. just reading that, and I don't know what it is. Uh, but uh, so this uh, this is one that they uh, they say they got out of some trips to the Yakima Valley in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, uses premium citra hops, uh, and they blend them with lemon and orange peel. You can really taste it in there. Uh, this is one I've had before. I've, I've had as well. Uh, I think they started brewing this one. Man, this one is actually relatively new. Uh, like when you compare it to something like Mosaic. Yeah. Uh, when they started uh, started distributing their stuff wide, uh, this is one of the ones that they started uh, distributing wide with that. Um, but this really comes out very citrus forward, uh, very tropical flavors. This is an American IPA, but it, to me, it like it's really close to like my typical like New England IPA like yeah. vibes. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, American IPA, seven percent. It's got that. It's got great bitterness, uh, and uh, yeah, flavor profile: citrus, light, smooth, hazy, and body. Uh, so yeah, everything they say it is, that's what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and it, every batch is consistent too, which is good when you're distributing it wide. Like they oh, do. Yeah. So, you have to, if yeah. you don't, then like you shouldn't be doing this. Um, so obviously we've, we've had it before, but have you had a few sips of it right now? And, uh, what are you feeling about this? Usually we do a beer that we haven't had or that we haven't had in so long. And so we get to kind of talk about how we feel about it immediately. And then at the end, we usually rate it. So. This is the best of the two community beers I've had today. I did have a mosaic. I did have two mosaic IPAs earlier today. So, nice. 
Yikes. Yeah, this is beer number four to me today. So oh geez. Yeah. You really get that. I mean, that citrus thing really hits you, right? Mm-hmm. right to start with. It's it's, it's really refreshing. Quite forward, yeah. And you know, I've been drinking a few other beers today, but yeah, no, this one tastes different and it's quite yeah, refreshing. It's like, it's like the citrus and the and the bitterness kind of just like land. Uh and it doesn't say it on here, but I I think there's like a hint of like some of the dankness in there as well. Yeah, there's yeah. a little bit. Yeah, there's a little, not a, not very heavy, but it's there. Yeah. So obviously, as usual, if we remember, it's usually if we remember, we will rate this at the end of the episode after we go through the entire beer. Um, yes, we have been drinking beforehand. Don't judge hey, us. We're hey, alcoholics. Nothing about pre-gaming. Yeah. Uh, John t- chose to have two beers while sitting here. Um <laughs> Yeah, double fisting. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I, I there's no judgment. I almost thought of, after we sat down, I was like, I should have got another beer. It's just so that I can have a fair comparison. Yeah, exactly. Two, right. So <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like you know, if you're like drinking wine, you like to have water or something. You want to refresh your yeah, palate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's to make sure that you really get the full flavors. Hey, and of they're the next both beer. they're both Texas beers, so we're it's it's yeah, fine. It's yeah. fine. That meet it, we we are meeting criteria here. So exactly. We're so just a quick. I'm gonna pick these three that I found. Uh, events, of course, we find all of our events through Big. Nope, beer and Big D. Nope, yeah, it's beer and Big D, not yeah. Big D. And... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That almost went very wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's, that may that's be a... really right. I, I don't know what websites you go to, Ryan, but yeah. I don't go to that one. Yeah, I go through a lot of them. <laughs> uh, so on June fourth, because you know we're at the end of the month, there's there's nothing till June fourth. Uh, whiskey cigar night at Steam Theory. That sounds Steam Theory pretty awesome. That's always good. Um, uh, let's see. We have the donut and beer pairing. Where's that at? That's over at Four Bullets this time. Really? Yeah. They used to have that at the uh, was that at the Groves? Yeah, the place that we did it at though Trinity uh, Groves is where you used to have it. Yeah, they uh, that place isn't there. Anymore, yeah, it's not there so. anymore. But I did I did see that they reopened their restaurant somewhere else. Where's is, is that? Is this the place where they ended up uh, moving their operation over to? I don't think so. Oh, okay, I know they moved their operation to some other place, but I couldn't remember what it was. So. And then, but, hey, that's that's always good. I always like a good donut beer pairing. Oh yeah, that was really fun whenever we did it. Yeah. Um, and then Three Nations has their seven year anniversary party on seven the years. 11th. Seven wow. years, crazy. Yeah, I think about going out there, especially since, um, as of lately, I kind of started becoming friends with a lot of the uh, the the brewers and the marketing people. So I was like, I, I guess I should, I should probably make my way over there. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, uh, maybe we'll be at some of those. Yeah. It's like, I, I say that, but uh, we never let you guys know if we ever do. So, you know, I always keep meaning to go out there, uh, but they ended up opening, they ended up opening their, uh, their new facility. Like, was it like right, like in like late 2019, early 2020, like Something right like before that, COVID. Yeah. So I've never made it over there and I hope to be over there in the near term. So it's uh, I will have I will have reason to be in the area so I can like just make a sh- quick quick hop over there so yeah so I mean I know that John we've been over to Steam Theory with you guys actually uh, what did you think of Steam Theory I really liked it it was good it was really good fun actually so yeah yeah, yeah. They have, they have, a lot, yeah it's not a lot of places you can get like a good like a uh, good beer that's been been made on site and then also like good food with that that's yeah I mean I, think that I was... love food truck food as much as the next guy but. Yeah, that was definitely the biggest plus <laughs> yeah. was like, it was really good food. Like we stayed there so long, a lot longer than I originally planned, but I was like, it's good food and we had good beer and we were just chatting. And it was, the weather was nice on the day, right? I think yeah. I remember. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It was, actually, I was actually my first day, uh, my last day actually at my last job. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was that Friday and I was like, well, you know, I'm going to celebrate. And let me tell you, I celebrate and I felt terrible the next day. That means you're doing it right. That means you're doing it right. Right. Um, all right. So, I mean, th- those are pretty much the only one- events I'm going to talk about just because I want us to get to this movie. Um, but, of course, go to beerandbigd.com if you want to know what the hell is happening in the DFW. And, of course, we'll put it in the show notes. And big shout out to, I can't remember his name that put this together. But yeah. <sighs> I want to I get it wrong. It's like. Uh, it's a good thing the mic didn't pick you up because I I think that's wrong. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ignore what I said. <laughs> All right. So let's get to this stupid movie. Are you ready? It's a movie. It is a movie. All right. So the movie we watched, as we mentioned earlier, we watched Occupation Rainfall, and the storyline is as follows. So got this from IMDb. Uh, we'll see how accurate this is. Uh, sorry. So. Two years into an intergalactic invasion of Earth, 
<clears throat> Sorry, gotta get my voice. Survivors in Sydney, Australia, fight back in a desperate ground war. As casualties mount by the day, the resistance and their unexpected allies uncover a plot that could see the war come to a decisive end. With the alien invaders hellbent on making the Earth their new home, the race is on to save mankind. Dun, dun, dun. There you it's go. pretty accurate, actually. Light on details, yeah. which is good. Yeah. There's some of these descriptions out there that are like, this is specifically what happens during the course of the movie. And then we watch the movie and like, that is not what happened during the course of this movie at all. Liars. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, rating wise, it got a 5.3 out of 10. Okay. On IMDb. Better which, than a lot of movies we've seen. Yeah, which is really not bad. And that's a little bit surprised ranked that high. I mean, it's not a bad movie, but it's not a good movie yeah so i don't know like i think it depends right i i think when i was thinking about it i was like well hey it reminds me of a lot of movies from like the late 80s early 90s it kind of harks back to that kind of area i didn't maybe i went into it not expecting much but actually sure i wouldn't give it 10 yeah but i i don't feel that rating's that far off there you go yeah so, so I'm curious about this movie because so like this is the sequel to the movie called Occupation, hence its name Occupation Rainfall. The movie Occupation that preceded this one was released in 2018, so they don't have the excuse of COVID. Uh, it got a bo- total box office of $34,000 <laughs> during its entire run, and they decided to make a sequel for that. They uh, even so they, that movie was like uh, they made that movie for about two million or so dollars. Uh, they got $34,000 in box office receipts. The, uh, Amazon Prime, I believe, bought the rights to it for about 800 grand. So they did not make their money back and they decided to make another one. This one made in the theater, it was released in 2021 uh, in just Australia and New Zealand. So I, I, I imagine the restrictions are a little bit tighter than they are here in the US. Uh, but they made $343,000 in box office receipts. That's this rough. one was $8 million. Yeah, that's really rough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much they got uh, selling to uh, selling the rights to this movie to Netflix. Yeah, that's what we were saying. I was like, I but they know. are making another one. So it, yeah, it must have they must have sold it enough where they're like, okay, we can make another one. All the investors are just hardcore gamblers, right? They're just doubling down each yeah. time. They're like, hey, right, it's going to make money eventually, right? Like, this is going to come good eventually, right? Third time so, the charm. I got this. As we were as we were kind of discussing this a little bit prior to the movie, I was telling Ryan, I was like, this has got to be a tax scam or something. They could be like using this to write off like debts or something like that, and so they can uh, get like uh, get subsidies from the government or something. I don't know. This is it's not like, th- but it's not like they uh, made this movie and just like spent all their money on the special effects. They got like decently. They got like maybe your lower tier A listers because they got like uh, Tamara Morrison, uh, the actor who plays every single clone trooper in Star Wars and Boba Fett, yeah, and like Captain Rex and like basically every. Every clone trooper, every clone in Star Wars. Uh, you got also uh, Ken Jong, star of Community, star of The Hangover, star of uh, Masked Singer. I don't know. Yeah, so many <laughs> a, other a judge panelist. I just couldn't. I just couldn't pass move past Mr. Chow when I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's constantly what was stuck in my head through that movie. So. Yeah, it really, it's. Even from the trailer, you knew they were really banking on people watching this movie for for Ken. Yeah. Oh yeah, they put him front and center, but he's like not you in the movie very much. You don't see him until like the <laughs> yeah. end of the fucking movie. I was like, actually no, very no, disappointed. Well, no, they put him like front and center right in the beginning, so like, hey, he's in. Don't forget, he's in this movie, mm-hmm. and then like three days earlier, yeah, and then right. you don't see him until like like the last like maybe third of the movie. Yeah, it's it almost it was actually it's, very annoying. It was almost in the cage like, situation there. It was. Yeah. yeah one of those. Oh jeez. Yeah, that fucking movie. Um. But yeah, pretty much the so we were talking about the the first half of this movie, it's a serious movie, and the last half of this movie, it's like a comedy type feel. Oh, because because they, they introduce Ken and uh the 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 joking alien um yeah. Steven? Steve. Yeah, play Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve no, with the mustache. Yeah. Steve with the mustache. I love voice, that. Voiced yeah, by that Jason great. Isaacs, the guy who uh, he was like uh uh was it Lucian Malfoy? He basically any bad guy. That like is it like any anytime you have to, somebody who's playing like a British bad guy, like he was the bad guy in the Patriot. He was uh, 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 Draco Malfoy's dad in Harry Potter. He like he's like always like the bad guy. He's like oh, like in Revolutionary War. He's like the red coat in like 
I'm sure he's, if he hasn't yet, I'm sure he's going to play like an Imperial officer at some point in Star Wars. Uh, it's like, he's always like that, that bad guy vibe, but he played like a silly alien in this one, which I think is a great. Yeah. I like change of pace for him. Yeah. I liked it. He did really well. All right. So leading up to this first. So let's talk about the first half of this movie before we just get all scattered all over the place. So, and I, I actually want to break it down to the first half of the movie, pretty much before we see Ken, what did you like and dislike? So it was something. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, liked. it was basically two different movies. It right? felt like two different fucking movies. It's stupid. Um, so what did you like about the first half of the movie, uh, Anthony? Oh, what did I like about the first half of this movie? So <laughs> this is going to be kind of nerdy, but uh, what I liked about this movie is they did get like, uh, they kept talking about all this stuff with the Pine Gap facility and like uh, it being like codename Rainfall. This is all like accurate stuff. They actually like a lot of times when they do these movies, they don't like go on Wikipedia and just like do simple like checks. But that, I feel like they just based their entire movie around this Wikipedia article. It's like, how can we how can we uh, set up some plot contrivance for the third movie, apparently, uh, and so we can have them eventually succeed against these aliens? And it's like, oh, let's let's have them go to this Pine Gap facility and have some uh, some uh, MacGuffin that they have to get. And it's at the Pine Gap facility, this U.S. research facility, military facility out in the middle of the outback in Australia. Uh, and its code name is Rainfall in real life. And thus we get the title of this movie and the whole like thing was like, we have to go find Project Rainfall. And it sounds really cool to say, but it's just like a, it's just, well, that's the other thing too. It's like, a, it's like the Area 51 of yeah. like the Outback. Cause it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's like a national reconnaissance office site where they have contact with all the different spy satellites and stuff like that. So nobody knows what goes on there. So it's like, why not it be a big thing that can help either help the aliens or help destroy the aliens? Who knows? That, that's what I like. Is like I was like, they did they did their homework. It was great. Yeah, they, yeah. you don't see that a lot. It's true. My what, standards are low. Yeah, I mean, and you have to be doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, what about you, John? What did you like about the first half of this movie? I actually thought the special effects were okay. Um, it reminded me a lot of Star Wars. If I'm honest, I, I like you know I like kind of the some of the vehicles in the movie. The way they kind of did that, I, I like the special effects. I like how that all kind of came together. They got a lot of bang for their buck, yeah. Yeah, and, and that for a low, what I thought was a low budget movie, till till Anthony told me it was eight million dollars, which is still that's, relatively that's still low, relatively low budget, budget yeah. right? But like, hey, it's a, it's a lot of money. Um, yeah, probably most of that probably came from the Australian government. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. I, I actually thought the special effects were, were pretty good, and I enjoyed just watching that. Um, I was actually going to say the same thing. I really liked the special effects. Um, I thought they actually pulled it off pretty good uh, i expected it to be a lot lower quality so the, yeah. the fact that really with that budget because you know they spent a lot on the actors they spent yeah. a lot on like a lot of just equipment and just they spent a lot of money but they made sure to still spend the money wisely on the special effects yeah which yeah it's it's actually hard to find a movie like that it makes world world uh war of the world's annihilation look like a student project yeah yeah <laughs> puppets it looks yeah. like they might have used puppets yeah um so what did you dislike about the first half i'll go first since we'll flip it um i disliked so much of the interaction between all of the characters it felt so bland for me. Uh, they, I felt like they were trying so hard to create something like some sort of relationships between people. I don't. I just felt like they're pushing so fucking hard for something I don't care about. See, I feel like so. I feel like that's kind of on us because I, I feel like a lot of this probably got set up in the first movie. And so, like, you get more payoff in this movie. Yeah. If we'd seen the first one, it may, it not, may ring different. No, we're yeah. not talking about that because we've watched this movie. Yes, yes it's our yes, fault. But yeah. still, but still, if you don't know, like us, we didn't know till we started watching it. That's true. That yeah. this was a second one. You still should care. They should still almost have to reteach you people to like these people, yeah. especially since you know when was the first one came out versus now. That's a long period. People are not, not necessarily going to go watch the first one and try to remember everything. Yeah, so you true. have to be able to love the characters. And I, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't care. I cared more about the aliens than I did the actual individual people for the first half of this movie. And, you know, you know that's you, you make a good point. I know. Uh, because the, the I would say this is like their Empire Strikes Back in like the tone. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and uh, in, if you watched nothing but Empire Strikes Back, you would know who everybody is. You would know what their deal is. Yeah. You don't have to see the first Star yeah. Wars or the third Star Wars to get what's going on in the movie and get what their relationships are. Uh, so yeah, you're right. We, we, it doesn't. You don't need to. They don't. They can't rely on uh, somebody having seen the prior movie, particularly as that was a very low budget movie or yeah. relatively low budget movie that had very low exposure. Uh, didn't have nearly exposure as this one did, and this yeah. one didn't have that much exposure either because we didn't hear about it until about two weeks ago. Um, at least, uh, and so it's not got a high exposure at least in the in the states. Um, but yeah, you make a good point. Yeah, I, I retract my comment. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> uh john what about you i mean for me it's kind of related right i i really struggled to pick up the story in the first half of the movie i just felt disjointed yeah and i think it comes back to the same point if i'd seen the first movie um i think it would have flowed much better but instead you're kind of dropped into this world you're trying to work out well what is each character what's their role in this what are they trying to do where are they trying to go what what where's this all kind of going right and because it it felt like i was halfway through a movie I started that yeah, movie and that, yeah, that really to me does. was like that was a that was a confusing point for me and I, I was kind of scratching my head and I was like well have I missed well, things or what, what's going on there right and like uh I think I don't remember who said it but they're like they should have done a previously on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they sh- totally so should have for yeah. one at the beginning like oh we're watching a second one yeah. oh here's what happened well it's like uh and maybe spoilers a little bit for those of us who haven't seen uh, I don't know have you guys seen the Obi-Wan uh, show yet no right. okay well shut your mouth <laughs> i'm not gonna get i'm not giving anything anything away but they do uh they do have uh prior uh prior to it and during the course of things they kind of give you a little reminder this is what happened leading up to this so if you're just watching oh, yeah. the obi-wan show you're not coming in blind you understand what the trauma everybody is dealing with because they're having like a nightmare about it yeah. or there's something something that somebody talks about the reason why they are like so traumatized at this point um it's like they could do something a little more referential to that we get the your generic there was an invasion and it's now been just over two years and they're in sydney but we don't know like how anybody relates to each other yeah and i mean i was even thinking about iron sky because we watched Mm -hmm. the second iron sky before we watched the first one yeah but they at least did the uh quick you know here's what pretty much happened there was a war yeah and now we're on on the moon yeah so it was just like it was a quick thing but you at least knew what you were getting into okay. versus this one it, you just you fucking went in blind yeah I, I do like that one because like even though we did get that uh update on this is what's happening and this is what led to this movie we still didn't know we still had no idea what the hell happened oh, in that first it movie doesn't matter. That, yeah. it was it was like i was like wow i didn't know any of this happened in this movie yeah yeah more is over yourself it's like what yeah that's true so it didn't yeah. matter for that fucking movie and that's another thing if your second movie really doesn't even relate to the first movie i wouldn't care so yeah. we've seen a few of those. Yeah, but it's all the same characters, all the same actors. Yeah. So yeah. So it was, there was a line here. <laughs> yeah. So I I agree with John. Just like it starts off, you feel like you you're coming into a middle of a movie. Yeah. And you're like, am I supposed to know what the hell's going yeah. on? So Anthony, my 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 complaint is dumb for the first part of the movie. There. I know what it is too. <laughs> you probably it's always my complaint. It's always like something about the airplanes, right? Yeah, always about the yeah. Airplanes. It's always the airplanes. Well, I mean. Th- th- why not? Uh, so like the their whole thing, their whole thing is that they have like air cover during the course of the entirety of this campaign. They're fighting the aliens. If F-18s and I'm like, I'm like, OK, if I'm like the pe- person in charge of the aliens and I have spaceships and I have these giant laser command ships and all this other stuff, all I got to do is like drop a bunch of holes in a freaking runway. And those those F-18s are useless. Those things are flying around and blowing up all their different ships. All, all their fighters and everything they're providing air cover for the like the ground resistance you go and find out wherever they're it's not going to be hard to follow them go back to where they land they run out of fuel eventually no not in this movie <laughs> yeah that's true yeah <laughs> you don't yeah, run out of it, fuel you don't run out of ammo you don't run out of anything. i was i was wondering what they're going to do at the very end of this movie because you see the f-15s flying i'm like i don't know where the hell they're going to land because they're in the middle of this village in the middle of nowhere yeah <laughs> but uh it doesn't matter but they, uh, but all I got to do is like drop a few bombs in the middle of a runway, and boom, those things either they can't land if they're already flying, or they can't take off if they're on the ground. Easy peasy, uh, air cover is done. Uh, also, like there, you see all these, uh, you see all these F-18s getting shot down. Australian Air Force only has like twenty of those things, so they're running out of them quickly. It's like, and F-35 is nowhere to be sent, nowhere to be seen. So. Yeah, but we 
you discuss that. Yeah, do, that's do you true. think like do you think that's just a timing thing of when the it movie may be is a filmed, timing right? thing? But even then, even then, they only have sixty. Uh, they only have sixty F-18s at this point, so they're still losing them at a quite a high rate. Maybe, so. uh, maybe who knows what happened in the first movie? Maybe they brought all theirs to the uh, Australia. Oh, oh, like the all US. the ones from the U.S. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to support all these things? What's the logistics? I want to. Yeah. I want to know the logistics of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get us in contact. I need a data sheet. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Uh, let's talk about some about the second half of this movie then. Um, I guess let's let's talk about your. Let's let's start off with the negative since we did. Let's switch it up. What did you not like? All right, John. When did you not about like about the, movie? the second part of this? In the movie. first, yeah, in the second half there. Yeah, whenever we got to meet, uh, you know, well, well, when Steve Steve the Alien came in, right? It, it felt like a a different movie. Um, yeah, so, it was like our introduction to the comedic duo that is Steve the Alien and Ken Jong. Yeah, and, and, or Bud Bud. Uh, yeah, Stephen Bud. Yeah, for me, I. I preferred the second half to the first half. Oh yeah, um, I like. But I think you know, if I was it, to me, it's still when I watch a movie, I like to be able to weave a story together, and I like to be able to predict where everything's going. I like to understand. Well, hey, this is where. So this is the point of this, and I was still kind of left thinking. Well, what is Operation Rainbow? Like, like, what are we trying to actually achieve here, and where are we trying to get to with this? And that's where I, I couldn't see the objective. Um, for me, that was maybe the one frustration I had of the second half of the movie. And I mean, honestly, like whenever you figure out what rainfall is, which is the stupid asteroid so thing, that's they killed the dinosaurs, right? But you're right. still like, okay. Well, I mean, like, and I feel like it's it's they make it so it's like, well, the aliens are going to take it and reshoot it at the Earth. Yeah, they shoot it from the other planet, like like six five million yeah, years ago. Right. They're just gonna drop it from orbit this time. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> I don't understand the plan. Yeah, like and and they're all just like, so they can't make another one. They're like, no, like it's like asteroids right out of the asteroid belt. They can just totally grab those. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. But you know, I mean, and then it was the weapon they came up with, right? And they're like, well, and then they're like, well, we could use this to attack them. And I was like, well, of course you're gonna do that. And they're like, no. It's like, that was the other thing I just like. Yeah, I didn't really get like so they they created this poison stuff that that killed the actual aliens, and I don't understand why it's so frowned upon to use it. So so I put it I I was thinking of it and like if should we should so I think their main problem with it is that the some of the Greys which are the aliens have allied with humanity because they want to stop the war, and so their problem is that if they use it. It'll kill the bad guys, but it'll also kill the people that are helping them, the minority of aliens that's helping them. So it'll kill them too. Uh, and I thought about this and uh, gas put, masks. Huh? Gas masks. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I don't know if they have long, long enough to make gas masks for these guys. I don't, I don't know. It's like you got to get them that go against biocontaminants and all this. Yeah. But uh, it, made, it really made me think of the situation in Mass Effect. If you played Mass Effect 3, have you played Mass Effect 3? I haven't. But, so yeah. in, in Mass Effect 3, there's a thing where you basically get three choices on how you're going to defeat the bad guys. You can either uh, control them, you can do synthesis where you become part machine, part organic. And so everybody, no, nobody has any longer has any uh, need to fight each other. And then there's like a destroy ending where you destroy the bad guys. But if you destroy the bad guys and use this weapon to destroy them, you destroy all like artificial intelligence in the universe. And some of the artificial intelligence is on your side too. People are very big fans of the destroy ending, just like canonically. They really, they prefer it. And they kind of ignore the fact that it's going to kill like these people who are on your team and you actually care about over the course of the game. Uh, but people still choose it. So it's like, yeah, these people have been helping humanity kind of uh, survive. Uh, but like, you got to go and think of it like the ethics of it. If humanity is going to die, like, or just get wiped out, if we don't use this weapon, what choice do we have? You know, it sucks that you're going to yeah. kill your allies in doing this. But it's like, it's it's the terrible calculus of, of yeah. war, you know? Yeah. But it's only a handful. It's not like, it's a handful of your allies, right? It's not like, it's not like you're destroying or killing millions of them and then you've got to ask yourself well how many millions or how many hundreds of thousands of the human species are you saving yeah it's, it's, uh, so it's well it's, it's and it's like not to get too much into the like the, the, the ter terrible stuff that this comes down to it's like when they did the it's like back in world war ii when they did the thing where like they did nobody wanted to use the atomic bomb but they used it because they said if we use it here and kill this many people we'll save this many people somewhere else it's just that terrible math 
And so I think that's kind of what this was trying to get to a little bit. Yeah. So you had the argument one side. We're like, by all at any cost, we're going to do this. And it's like, I don't care if we kill our allies. Yeah, the guy, but they made him also. But they made, they made the bad guy into kind of like a cartoon villain. So, so it was hard to make that hard to make that argument during the course of the movie and make that kind of distinction. And then you had the other side who was like, by no means, no, we're not going to kill any of our allies. Uh, and so it's just uh, they're trying to. I feel like they're trying to make this a t- distinction to make this philosophical argument, but it's also a semi-low budget art action movie yeah. with comedy and uh, and. Uh, like, cartoonishly evil bad guy yeah uh, so it's they end up not using the weapon yeah oh i'm no wait they end up, they, they, they end they up using, using the using weapon it, but right? not using it to the full potential but they still also have it so if we end up seeing part or chapter two of this movie that may still come to play so yeah but yeah. uh <laughs> i forget what the thing was what the, the original complaint was but yeah so uh what did you dislike most anthony what did i dislike most about this movie so the second half the second half of this movie, it's the second half of the movie. The thing I dislike most about this is um, I don't understand what happened at the very end when the command ship was suctioning out the uh, asteroid out of the base, the underground base at Pine Gap. I don't, we never see the asteroid actually get sucked into the ship. I didn't see it. Did you see it? We don't know where the asteroid actually ended up. We never get visual confirmation that it actually got put on the ship. We get, they, we see them with like a, assume, yeah. we, we see them with like a whole, I would like to see like they had they they had the BFX budget to show this stuff getting sucked in the ship. They could have just had this freaking large asteroid thing getting shown getting sucked up into the ship. We never see it. Well, I'm guessing that's chapter two, right? Maybe right there. that's what they set it up for. <laughs> Maybe they're hoping to get better funding so they can animate the asteroid getting sucked into the ship. The thing was really large, so either either they just excavated around it and they just sucked a bunch of stuff in there because that was the other thing I was worried about was they showed the stuff getting sucked into the ship there's like this like red uh, red laser grid looking thing so i was like is it just, just destroying everything it gets sucked up into it and they're just excavating around it so they can pick it up out of there and just drop it or did they just suck the asteroid up into the ship and they're going to drop it from the command ship up in space i don't understand what was happening there it was a lot of chaos it was it wasn't really about that it was about uh what's his name matt saving uh gary the alien uh, and kind of overcoming his prejudice against the Greys, uh, but like it's very important for the next movie. It's like, do who has the stupid asteroid at this point? Who has a uh, Project Rainfall? We don't know. We just know everybody knows where it's at. I didn't get like Matt's uh, Matt's objection to Gary either. Like you kind of raise it there. Like, yeah. but what was all that like? Gary, someone who had flipped, right? And then Gary was clearly trying to help them throughout. Yeah. I didn't really get what that was about. Well, I was like, I think it's like, it's like to show that transition, like, cause he's like yeah. supposed to be like hardcore anti like alien. And then he like slowly softens over time. and becomes his friend. Like yeah. he said, you show that character character progression over time, but it's just like, man. Yeah. Abe, um, Abe didn't, Abe didn't, not Abe, Abe was the other guy. His name should have been Abe. I, I kept thinking <laughs> Gary's name was Abe, uh, but Gary, Gary had, had no progression over the course of the movie. Cause I think all his progression was in the first movie. So yeah. So I really disliked whenever Ken was narrating every, like he had his own like quick little catchphrases. You didn't like that? I, I love like that. that. I did not like that. Well, a, a serious he was like, fight was happening. He was the hype man for this movie. Oh my God. It was that part to me. I was just like, they shouldn't have done this. You knew that they were getting, trying to get their money's worth. Oh, like, yeah. If we, if we're using Ken, we're going to make sure he's in every scene for the second half of this movie. They just they just took whatever he said during the most recent uh mask singer and just dubbed in the stuff he was saying. Oh, pretty from much. Like it, <laughs> I don't know why that annoyed me so much. I think it it made the second half much lighter though, right? And that, so, that, that, that's kind of where like it was kind of made me want to get through yeah. like I, and that's where I was like, well, I actually don't mind it because it just makes it a bit lighter and more watchable. And... The rest of him, him and Steve, I love. Yeah, their banter was great. It yeah. was just though that little tiny moment where they're on that one room fighting aliens and he's just in the control room just like oh snap and like stupid stuff you're like okay like i don't i don't know why it bugged me so much it just did (laughs) he said he he did say you're welcome like three times and once in spanish yeah he did he really likes saying you're welcome for some reason yeah um so what did you like most about this second half um 
I'm actually going to say Ken and Steve. Yeah, I mean, they um, really kind of lifted this movie out of the uh, out of its dour, self-serious tone. Yeah, they truly were the the best part of this whole on uh, for the whole movie in itself. To me, was them too. I would I would say the first half of the movie, half of this movie, was like the Postman. If you remember that Kevin Costner movie from like the '90s, mm-hmm. very very just kind of dour and depressing. In the second half of this movie, it was like Fast and Furious a little bit. <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of like yeah. crazy, wacky, like high action. Uh, Boba Fett's out there running around. We even talk about Tamara Morrison running around and doing his action stuff at his 60-something-year-old ass. Yeah. Um, and uh, you got all these other guys. You got Ken, Ken Jong is just spouting was, one-liners. It, it was so funny, especially like whenever they first meet him, meet both of them, and Steve's wearing the freaking mustache. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it is it is pretty good. I, I I think that's probably my favorite. I remember saying, I remember saying that I was like, can these aliens grow mustaches? That'd yeah. be pretty crazy if they could. And he's just like, I grow this, and he rips it off. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> um, uh, Anthony, what about you? What did you like most about this second half? Of this uh, movie? Second half of the movie, you know, the uh, it's not to not to just repeat what we're saying. The tone shift in this movie, while it is like a just a like a ninety degree left turn during the course of this movie, it's. I wish the entire movie was kind of more in this vein. It took us from like, took us from this like more modern day type of just like action type movie where it was like, we gotta, we gotta go to the mountains. We gotta get the thing and we gotta go back and we're serious about it. And took us back to like that 1980s vibe, like kind of you talked about where it's like, it's we're getting more towards like our Eddie Murphy action movie territory where we're, uh, where it's like, we got the wise cracking. We got one guy who's like the wise cracking uh, uh, partner and the other guy was like, yeah, he's the straight man. He's serious. And he's like doing all the high, 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 uh, high wire action stunts. Uh, and then you get the, then you get your comedian just kind of like, Hey, 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 like what that guy just did. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 re- I really liked that kind of this, this, it was jarring. It was a bit of a jarring change. Uh, yeah. It really <laughs> but, was. Cause, uh, Cause there was no, there was nothing to signal to us that it was going to be like that. I thought, I thought going into this movie, seeing the trailers that Ken Jong was actually going to take a serious role. Which I thought it would have been interesting to see. Um, seeing some of these comedians do serious roles sometimes is really good, you know. Uh, some of them just really have the chops. I'm curious if Ken Jong has the chops for that. We'll never find out. <laughs> I mean, I think he could because there were moments where he played serious. Yeah, and I thought it still was good. Yeah. So I think if he wanted to play a serious role, he could. But yeah, maybe I mean, he's, he's too damn it, yeah. funny though. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, John? Well, I think. I'm going to try and avoid being repetitive. Actually, I agree with it's both okay. of you, but yeah, um, no, if you, yeah. I think, you know, if I, if I, if I wanted to pick up on one final point, I'd say maybe the final quarter of the movie is when I finally, the story finally came together for me. Right. And that's the one point where I was like, okay, I now know what this thing is. I now kind mm. of can see what they're trying to do. Um, again, it was more lighthearted, but actually that was the point where it kind of came together a little bit more and you can start to weave the missing pieces together. But, but the thing is, it took that minutes. long to yeah. get there, right? 90 yeah. minutes, but you got there. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Cause like, yeah, you're, you spend so much of the first part of the first like chunk of the movie, just trying to figure out, just trying to play catch up uh, because of the mistakes they make in the beginning where you, they just assume, you know, what's going on. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like they think they're like uh, Avengers Endgame or something like that. Yeah. Which, God help you, if that's the first Marvel movie you ever see, you're going to not know what the fuck is going on. But uh, I try to make that your first podcast. That's what we tried to do. Yeah, we did try to do that. That was dumb. That was dumb on that our part. The, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I'm going to watch that one. <laughs> it's not around anymore. We took it off. Yeah. Actually, I don't even think I published it. Yeah, it's for the best, really. I, I went home to edit it, and I was just like, I'm not even putting this out. It's bad. You just want to, if you just want a three hour plot synopsis of me just kind of saying this is what happened during the course of the movie, then that's what you got. And I sat there and I drank. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. Man, the memories. But no, I I agree with you, John. I agree. Well, of course, obviously, we all kind of agree that it's the same thing that changed for us. That what made, honestly, made this movie get better. Um, So before we move on to the rating parts, was there anything else specific that you wanted to bring up about this movie? They need to fire whoever does their HVAC for that uh, for that mountain facility because they hooked up their bioweapon <laughs> into the air conditioning system, and that's just bad design. Like she hit a button or something, and like she hit she hit a button on their video editing console, mm-hmm. which 
All the control consoles were video editing consoles. I thought that was a pretty funny. It's pretty great. Cause I, I, I don't know if you ever got a chance to work with those things. Oh, yeah. It's like, they're very recognizable. Cause they have the little like T handle for like, for like fade shifts and all this other yeah. stuff when you're working with green screens and stuff. So I thought that was hilarious. But she, yeah, she hit a button on the, I'm sure she hit like the record or the fade or the, the swipe button or something like that. And then gas, like green gas starts coming out of the air conditioning vents. Why? I don't know. It should be coming. Well, it should have come out of like some bottle or something on the ground. We'd already decided that they don't have OSHA down there, so they could pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah, they 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 do say if uh, they they do say that pretty much everything's trying to kill you in Australia. So so there you go. <laughs> even even the HVAC technicians. Yeah. So, but uh, that was like one of the things that kind of caught me off guard. Is like, I, I mean, I'm always looking at these like technical like flaws in these movies because it's just the person I am. So I can't I can't enjoy a movie like a normal person. But I see this and I'm just like, uh, I don't know about that. That's dumb. So, yeah, but that's that was my thing. I like, oh, I don't know. I just like the inconsistency of the aliens, stroke grays, whatever you want to call them. Right. You, you kind of had so much like clearly like just kind of bioform people. Yeah. And then like you had this whole other queen, which was kind of more robotic. And I, I didn't yeah. get that. I was like, that made no sense to me. I was like, well, they're clearly meant to be one race. So how does that really work? Yeah, that was right? the other thing that was confusing. They're all like, they're all very different. And I'm guessing, I'm getting, I'm hoping they address this in the first movie. And they just, they, they just don't assume that everybody's different. And we're just going to accept that. But yeah, like we have like Gary. Gary <laughs> looks like uh, your standard, like gray that you would call refer to as a gray, just in normal. Everyday and life. Steve is the same. Yeah. And Steve. Uh, but then you like look at his wife and she's got like this like tentacle head thing. And his his kid, and then you have like yeah, you have the other guys who look like they have like uh, weird other Star Wars aliens. You have all these different hammerhead looking guys, mm -hmm. guys with tentacles coming out of their heads. They look like they're off the set of a Star Wars. I, and I could deal with that, but it was then the very final few were were slightly more robotic looking, like yeah. more mechanical, and that's where it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that. I, sure. I thought the design for the Queen was really cool, though. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, it, her being the queen is like, uh, uh, being the queen and having wings and stuff like that, she looks like a queen, like a queen bee, mm. almost, which is cool. But, uh, actually, they don't refer to her as a queen, they refer to her as an elder, which, but I see the design, I think, queen. Yeah. It's like, a, like, a, like a hive queen or something like that, but apparently they're not a hive, so I don't know. I like their lightsabers. Yeah, they were, they were pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're light swords or whatever you want to call them, but I thought those were pretty cool, because, like, they would be fighting it, and then all of a sudden he had to turn like the one of the guys hit a button and like it turned into an axe. Yeah, and like, I was just like, that's kind of fucking cool. Like that, that, I think that's a pretty fun thing that they added in there. It should have given the aliens like uh, even if they were speaking like foreign alien language, they should have like dubbed them as like having like witty one-liners. Like, let me ask you a question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would been great. They could, they could just they could just caption whatever the hell they wanted. It would been great. Just turn this into a fucking comedy. They should have. It would have been great. Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> Um, okay, so it probably would have made a lot more money. Yeah, probably. So the rating system here it is cheers, as in you liked it, that you would recommend it, that you'd watch it. Uh, party fell, as in you would never suggest anybody to watch this fucking movie. Uh, so I'll start off because I usually pawn that off to somebody else. So we watched it twice. <laughs> That's <laughs> my fault. I was gonna throw <laughs> that out there. Um, and it didn't really change much for me. Um, I, it, it's so, it, it's a difficult rating for me because the first half for me was very boring, uh, confused to the point where I kind of just stopped caring. Mm -hmm. But then they threw in the comedy aspect and it just made it even more complicated for me because it's like, okay, it kind of got fun. But did it save it? And to me, it's it's a slight no. So here's my question, though. Does it watching this? Do you want to go back and watch the first one? And would you see the third one when it comes out? Um, if I had to, if if we were going uh, to do a podcast, do <laughs> you wouldn't do it voluntarily. Though. No, I, I'm not going to go out and seek the first one. Um, and if the, like, if we decided, you know what, we're going to watch the first, we're going to watch the third. And I'll I'll watch it. I'm not going to be against it, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. And I wouldn't recommend to anybody to actually just like start off with this second one for sure. No, yeah. So <laughs> with just kind of the way that we we watched it, um, I don't think it was. They should have introduced Ken and Steve more. Mm -hmm. If they were in this a lot 
further to the beginning of this, towards the start of this, it would have made it more bearable to get through. Even being confused about what the fuck's even happening. Yeah, true. true so true. that that's kind of where I land, especially. I mean, honestly, I paid more attention the second time. Uh, <laughs> so that's yeah. true. I I watched this movie around six o'clock in the morning. So yeah, I paid a little <laughs> bit more attention the second time too. So to me, it's a slight party foul. What about you, John? I mean, I would watch the first one just because actually I want to know: is it more like the second half? Um, if I had to put money, I'd probably say it's more like first half. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and as, I, as we're sat here talking about it, I'm probably thinking, well, what changed? Do they suddenly get some funding? Did they manage to sign Ken halfway through the movie and then just edit him into the first little clip? Because why is he not in the set of the first half? Yeah. Right. So, so there's things like that. But actually, I'm kind of neutral on it. It's something I'd watch just to fill time. Like, you know, the amount of rubbish sometimes you watch on the internet just to fill time. Because hey, there's yeah. nothing better to do and. But it's like, yeah, I, I, I would watch, I could watch like two out. hours of TikTok or I could watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Go, right. That's it. Yeah. All right. There you go. So it's a neutral for you. And Anthony, I would have to say a tentative. Uh, uh, I will give it a temporary uh, cheers. Oh my God. We're, we're at three. <laughs> yeah. We're, split. we're a split here. Oh my God. Uh, that doesn't help. And anybody. my, this is, this is pending. I'm going to go and watch the first movie. We may end up talking about it, but I'm going to go ahead and watch the first half, first, first movie in this. Cause I am, I'm hoping that will make more sense. I, I want to see because Tamura Morrison's in the first one too. And I really like Tamura Morrison as an actor. Uh, people may not like what he did in like the book of Boba Fett and a bunch of other stuff, but I really like what he does. Uh, and so I'm going to go and see, uh some of the other stuff he's that he's in so this this being one of them this other franchise that he's in now um and uh see if it helps me understand what's going on in this movie and if they come out if they do eventually come out with occupation rainfall chapter two i will probably watch that as well because i'm i'm my interest is peaked i'm very curious (laughs) where they're going with this so i want to know how it started and i want to know how it ends we've seen the middle chapter i want to know where they've been and where are they going? So yeah, I will give it a cheers. Let me watch the others and we'll update from there. there I may give an update in a few weeks. So all right. Well, there you go. That does not help anybody if they're trying to decide whether to watch this movie. Um glad we could not help you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um hopefully our hopefully at least our discussion helped you out a little bit. This movie was two hours and eight minutes long though, so just take that in stride. Yeah. It, it's just, a little bit. You can just skip to like the, the skip the first hour, and if you just want to get a laugh a minute, then you can get watch the second hour. So, yeah, yeah, really skip the the first half. You'll be just as confused going. Yeah, the it, it really anyway. won't change much. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the advice right there. Yeah, just watch yeah. the second, don't watch the first half. Watch the second half. Yeah, just split the movie in half and then start watching us watching it and let it know. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Um. Jeez. All right, so let's talk about this beer real quick. Uh, we can rate it and all that kind of jazz. So, Anthony, what do you think about the beer? Uh, I always like this beer. This is actually one. So, so one of my things I like to do, uh, and uh, if if my wife was listening, I'm sorry, but you know this is the fact. Uh, I like to get a lot of. Beer. She's not listening. I know, but just in case, our wives don't listen. To <laughs> I this. know, but just in case, mine's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do like uh, I she she knows I buy uh, I, I used to drink the same kind of beer she does, but like I uh, she I'd be like I'd come home and she'd like have a few of my beers and I'm like oh I want a beer and then like she's gone because she had some of my beers, uh, and so like I started drinking like more and more like IPAs and more and more like stouts and stuff like that because I know she doesn't like those, um, so uh, it's like I I got used to them she doesn't like them so I I have my beer there all the time. Uh, but this one, I got this one. I like it, but she also likes it. Mm. So it's a good, it's a good uh, IPA. This is like one of the few IPAs that she she likes as well. Uh, so all that to say, if you're looking, if you're not into IPAs and you're looking for something like a starter IPA, this is probably the one you want to hop on the train with. Yeah, uh, it's like it's not super, it's not super bitter. It's not like a not like a super mosaic. It's not like a oh, it's not like a regular mosaic. It's not gonna like just punch you in the nose with its bitterness. Um, it's like it's got a light uh, enough of that light fruitiness, yeah. It'll just kind of carry you over and then help you kind of like 
uh it's like the gateway drug of ipas i guess you could say <laughs> great <laughs> so i've rated this one in the past as a four i'd stick with that rating so i'm gonna say four for citrus slice which is a good rating for for me so. yeah that really is yeah uh john what do you think i i agree it's it's a good just light easy drinking beer. it's not probably my favorite beer in the world it's certainly not my favorite ipa i've 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 Having recently oh, yeah. to Texas, I've I've been amazed at the range of like IPAs and beers you you can get out here. Right, um, it's definitely not my favorite, but it's just a good, easy beer. If it if it's around and there's nothing else, I'm I'm happy to drink it. I enjoy it. But there's others I'd maybe choose over it. So yeah. I, I agree. I think Anthony's yeah. rating is pretty. Small I I do say my, in my opinion, best IPA right now is uh, Manhattan Project Super Fortress. Yeah, that triple IPA. Jeez, that's amazing. That is the bee's knees. It is really good. I'm really liking that uh, interdimensional from uh, that's good too, turning yeah. point too. Oh my god! But it's a five or it's a ten percent. So yeah. it'll uh, it's, it's one of those one and dones for me usually, yeah. even though yeah, not you, today. You do the one, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I like citrus slice. I, I I always have. I know whenever we go to community, I know that's what the wife wants. Like if she's like pick something, I can get this, and she'll be perfectly happy yeah and same for me especially on really hot days this is light enough where you can have it and not feel so just like gross almost kind yeah. of a feel especially here in texas you gotta be careful about what beer you drink whenever it's like 100 and something outside yeah yeah um but yeah i mean it's there's a reason community keeps it around all the time yeah because it's a solid beer it is and yeah i mean it's not it's not i don't love it it's not the best beer out there. Yeah. I don't actively seek it out. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those. It's, it's like, a, it's a, it's a standard. It's like the old standard. It's there. nice to have in the fridge whenever you're just like, I just want an easy drink. Yeah. So, um, it's one of those, uh, I wish it was a little bit easier, like on the, um, calories and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, I think that would only be the only thing that would make it easier for me to have this in the house more. I will. I will say they do. If you if you if you want that, they have you ever tried their like a was it their skinny IPA or I forget what it's called. Uh, they they were out whenever we went. It, it I swear it's almost the same as this, except it's like ninety calories. Yeah, it's, it's I actually got it because I got it as part of their hot their hot pack. Pretty good. I was surprised how good it was. So actually, the beer that I keep in my fridge now is the Yingling Flight, which is their super light beer. Yeah. That's um, good too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because we drank it at the. Uh, we, our, yeah, that's the first time I ever had it. Yeah. At the um, housewarming party, just because I was like, it's super eat like it, it does. You don't lose any good flavors. That's yeah. for sure. And if you like Yingling, then you you're going to like that beer. So plus it's they have a light version and a super light version, and that's their super light version. So mm. um, anyways, not to uh, move on from the beer. But anyways, so, yes. The beer is good. I would I would rate it. Yeah, it's a four because it's I could easily just buy a pack and keep it at the house. Yeah. Classic for any classic. Kind of yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Um. Yeah, that's how good it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to do a thing of the week? If not, we can wrap up. Uh, I have a thing of the week. If you have a thing of the week. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Are you, are you, is there something that you could talk about that you're enjoying right now, just outside, like outside of movies and all that kind of shit? We can talk first. And if you don't have anything, that's fine. So you don't have to. So. You guys go first. Let, let's see. I, I right, have knocking out, things. Anthony. All right. My thing of the week is easy. It's like, uh, it's summer. It's freaking hot. If you, if you've been looking at my legs at all, you'll notice I'm not wearing pants. I'm just wearing a kilt. Hmm, they can't hear you. But that's okay. Lift up the mic so people can hear what you're oh, saying. Not your skirt, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like I'm wearing. A oh my it's very god! Nice. It's very comfortable. The ventilation is great. I went out and hung out at an outdoor restaurant. He actually, thought I meant lift nice, his skirt. So lift his kilt. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so everybody knows I'm a manly man who wears a skirt. So yes, it's very good. I highly recommend it. That is all. Okay, great. Thanks, Anthony. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean honestly, uh, if if I could, I would wear one. That's for sure. They they I've heard positive things. So yeah, it's great. Um, geez, that was too quick. What she <laughs> said. Um, <laughs> I so I, I know I talk about this 
quite often. It's I think it's my it might have been a while, but just taking time to like uh mentally take care of yourself is what I've been doing a lot, especially this last month since I don't have a job. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I have a job, but you know, I make my own hours and all that kind of stuff. I, I've been able to realize how important it is to mentally take care of yourself, especially leaving a very mentally draining job to what I do now. So um, I know I've talked about it all the time, but like, if, if you are going through things, finding professionals to talk to, finding friends that you can talk to and just kind of take time away from technology too. That really helps the mental state. That's for sure. I know. Which if you look around my room, you would think I never get away. Um, but man, like my lunch breaks now, I sit outside no matter how hot it is. Cause it's like, I got to get away. I got to enjoy the outdoor life, even though That's it's nice. so freaking hot. <laughs> um, so just take time for yourself, carve out time. And I mean, really me and my wife talked about last night of just even, you know, at night, whenever we're both home, instead of just sitting there watching TV all the time, it's like, let's even just play a game together. Like just trying to connect on a different level. And it's good for your mind to get off of your phone, to get off of your laptop, turn off the TV and spend quality time with each other. So there's my random thing for the day. So, I mean, for me coming from the UK, it's the weather. I, I, I actually, I still, I've been amazed over the last five months. I, I still can't get over just waking up and seeing that blue sky. Like, um, so what that really means is like, yeah, me and my wife, we go hiking a lot. We, we've been doing more and more hiking recently. I've been really enjoying doing that. But ultimately for me, it always comes back to the weather. I, I still can't, the, the novelty of it just hasn't worn off yet. So I, always, so I always wondered if that was like a stereotype about the weather in England, if it was like always cloudy or like it was like basically like Seattle, but like in Europe, it's like it's, it's, it's so it's like it's it's that's legit, though. Like the it's like basically like always like that. Like, yeah, if it hits like 65 degrees and yeah. it's not gray for a day, everyone's walking around in like shorts and T-shirts, whereas you guys are like, gosh, it's like freezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and that's, that's when everyone's like, like, and again, like we go out and like now we're like most nights, my wife and I, we grill. barbecue right and like you can't do that and that's i think most people in our apartment block think we're slightly nuts because it is literally every night we're out there but you just can't do it in the uk that that novelty just hasn't worn off yet so nice definitely enjoy it while you can yeah texas will wear you down eventually so (laughs) especially once we actually get into the summer oh yeah you're gonna not want to leave your house yeah once once we hit like july yeah so we get full drive watch this though which has been like the one year it's like super nice oh i would happy i would be okay with that but i just be like it's it's the time like what we you know we meet you and we're just like get prepared get ready get ready and it's gonna end up being like super fine like yeah it'll lull me into a false sense of confidence before next yeah there you go (laughs) i will i will will, yeah i I was like i will i will take that though (laughs) like i i I think that's what i (laughs) not that I enjoyed COVID, but that's what I enjoyed was during the summer of COVID is like, I have an excuse to stay inside and not have to go outside into this terrible weather. Um, I guess that's it, right? Yeah. So what about the socials? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll talk about social. Well, first let's thank John. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you have anything you wanted to to mention before we, uh, before we close out here? Thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you for coming it's out. Been fun and you know. thank you for enduring through that movie. So yeah. yeah. And if, if we decide trial. to do the first one and the third one, we'll have you back. On. Yeah, you know well, definitely. Am, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, John, thank you so much for being on and uh, dealing with the shenanigans of us. Yes, I, I think so. I bought my own shenanigans. Given I got here to the just like, well, have you watched the movie? Like, I didn't know I was meant to watch it prior. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had to watch it for a second. Well, you guys had to watch it for a second time. <laughs> hey, it's pretty funny, honestly. I, yeah, whenever I heard that from in here, I was just like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were like, what an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that totally fits us, honestly. Um, all right. Yeah, let's, let's do the social things. So you can find us on YouTube. Let's do uh, Backass 22. 22, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told somebody that that's where we were, so I hope that's where we're at. Yeah. I think so. I don't yeah. know. 
everything automatically uploads now. I, I don't pay attention. Uh, we're on the Facebooks at Let's Do a Podcast. We are on um, Instagram at Let's Instapod. I'm actually yeah. posting now, so it's great. I know. I've seen it. Yeah. He's posting all the old stuff that we. Yeah, I'm playing catch up, so that's fine with me. We're on Twitter. Let's tweet a pod. I've not done anything there yet, so I'm yeah. working on it. Fuck it. Uh, you can also find us on the Partycast Network, which is on all of those as well Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Instagram, Twitch, um, and you can listen to us at anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If we're not there where you usually like to listen to us, let us know. Everything should automatically be uploading there, but if not, I can auto do it myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have any beer, any movies you'd like us to watch, let us know. Uh, We will possibly do it. I'd prefer that the movie be free, obviously. And the beer is something we can actually get here unless you want to ship it to us. So <sighs> I think that's it. I think that is it. I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, I'm Ryan. I'm Anthony. Let's end a podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>